I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey friends, welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here. I am so grateful you guys are joining us today. We're going to talk about procrastinating. And I feel like this is a season where we just have more on our plates. And I also think that because of that, it's also a season where we can find ourselves feeling overwhelmed. And that can lead to procrastinating. So I want to talk about it today. Before we jump into it, I want to ask you guys if you've been listening to the Calm On podcast, if you've been enjoying this show, if you've gotten any value or learned anything or if you've shared any episodes with anyone I'm so grateful and I would ask that today would be the day you would leave the show a five-star rating and even a short review it's really the best way that we can get this show out in front of other moms who could use this resource and this community it's the best way you can thank me for this content Um, I am so grateful for all of you I am so grateful that you listen to the show and that you're all about it 
Um, and if you could leave a five-star rating, it would just mean the world to me. So I am thanking you in advance. Y'all are the best. Okay, let's talk about procrastinating. Uh, we all do it. We all do it. And especially as we are in this season, if you're listening to this live, we are approaching the holidays. We just had Thanksgiving and now we are um, in early December. And I know that some of us procrastinate when it comes to holiday stuff. Some of us procrastinate with getting the tree, putting up the tree, buying the gifts, wrapping the gifts, like getting the all the things, right? The stuff for our kids, teachers and classes and stockings and whatever, all the stuff. And we also procrastinate when it's not the holidays about non-holiday stuff too, right? Like we've all had stuff we've procrastinated um, around the house, loading the laundry, right? Like folding the laundry, just staring at you, but you can't get yourself to do it. We have this sense of urgency about this stuff. Like we've got to get it done. But when we're in this state, it feels like we just can't take the action, right? We keep thinking about all the stuff that we have to do, but we can't seem to do it. And if any of that sounds familiar, like I get it. It can be super frustrating. We feel behind. We feel like we have so much stuff to do, but we also feel like we are like a deer in the headlights and we can't do anything about it. It's almost like we feel like we're trapped. And I know for me, I tend to notice or I notice that I tend to procrastinate on stuff that I have in my mind this like big story about how it's going to be really complicated or take a lot of time. And I know that feels really overwhelming for my system. So then I keep pushing it off, right? Which in and of itself is an act that can be quite dysregulating. And as moms, when we procrastinate, it also just adds more stuff to our mental load. It's more things we have to remember. It's another thing that we have to like carry over to the next day that we have to get done at some point. So I want to tell you today, if you've been noticing yourself procrastinating, especially lately, right? Or the next time you notice yourself procrastinating, I want you to hear me loud and clear and then hear me loud and clear in your head when you notice you're procrastinating. You are not lazy. You are not lazy. There can be a lot of shame around this state of being, right? And I just want to remind you as moms, like you are not lazy, especially if you are a woman who listens to this podcast. I promise you, you are not lazy. You're not. So if there is a voice in your head, any sort of inner critic that kind of chimes in and lies to you that you're lazy, it's simply not true. So I invite you today, if you are someone who notices you start calling yourself lazy or you refer to yourself as lazy or you think of yourself as lazy, like try to catch that and push back against it. Reframe it because you are not lazy. And I'm going to present, I think, what will be a helpful reframe for you today. You're probably doing stuff nonstop, right? You're probably freaking exhausted and or your nervous system is simply overwhelmed. And it's in a state of freeze. And that can feel, that can manifest as procrastination. That can feel, quote unquote, lazy. And what it needs, what your body needs, what your nervous system needs when you're in that space is it needs some compassion. It needs some gentleness. It does not need a bully. It doesn't need for you to be calling yourself lazy. And I want you to remember, and we talk about this on the podcast a lot, and I think it's so important. 
everything we do as human beings, everything we do always, like not often that I use those, those ultimatums, right? Like everything we do always is in service of an unmet need. Everything we do is in service of an unmet need. So if you're having a moment, if you're having a day, if you're having a week where you are feeling lazy, quote unquote lazy, or you notice you are procrastinating, get curious, right? Why is that? Like what might be the unmet need or unmet needs that you have that you're trying to get met, that your body is subconsciously trying to get met by the procrastinating behavior? In last week's episode, we talked about uh, the four different stress responses, right? We talked about being in fight or flight or freeze or fawn when our body perceives some sort of threat, some sort of danger. And when our nervous system is overwhelmed, you guys, when our nervous system is overwhelmed by anything, overstimulated, there's some perceived threat that feels imminent, um, there's ongoing chronic stress that your body is just like, I, I'm done, I'm tapping out, I can't handle anymore, it's reached, it's reached capacity. As a brilliant coping strategy, as a brilliant safety mechanism, your nervous system is going to reach a point where it's just going to shut down, right? It's going to be, it's going to immobilize. That's that free state we talked about. Think of an animal in the wild playing, playing dead, right? It's like conserving its energy. It becomes immobilized because of this looming threat. It's its greatest chance of safety, of survival. This, this, this stressor, real or perceived, feels imminent. And so oftentimes when us as women raising children, managing a household, working a ton in 2023, when you find yourself procrastinating, feeling overwhelmed, frozen, paralyzed, stuck, unable to take action, right? Maybe because you're even stuck in this um, tendency to, to have to be to feel like you are a perfectionist or things have to be perfect. Or you notice that you're dissociating or spacing out, mindlessly scrolling, um, feel really disconnected, or maybe you just feel kind of frozen with anxiety and that is keeping you from taking action. You are not lazy. Your nervous system is likely just in a freeze response, right? This response, this freeze response was built into your nervous system as part of your wiring. It was built into your nervous system through the evolution of mankind to keep you safe. So if you're someone who identifies, especially as having perfectionistic tendencies, I want to touch on that for a second. This is likely something that's probably going to resonate with you because doing anything less than perfect, so freaking high bar, right? Doing anything less than perfect does not feel safe for whatever reasons. We can explore that in another episode, or you can book a one-on-one call. Uh, with me at Discovery Call and we can talk about it. But it, it does not feel safe for things to be less than perfect. Again, a lot of this is usually subconscious, right? So think of what are things that we do that we want to be perfect. I don't know, throwing your kid's birthday party, throwing a holiday party, making a big um, presentation at work, giving a speech, right? If we have a deep need to do any of these things perfectly, keep our house <laughs> perfectly. If there If there's a need to to feel like these things have to be done perfectly and there's a fear that we actually can't do it perfectly, it will activate us or it can activate us into this freeze response where we then procrastinate, right? Our mind knows it's not an actual threat. (laughs) 
it's not an actual threat to our safety. But if you listen to this podcast, you know that it's our body that keeps the score, right? It's our body that um, is sending messages and alarms and alerts, right? We talk about our afferent nerves. 80% of the messaging, 80% of the nerves in our body are being sent down from our body up to our brain. Only 20% of the nerves in your body, you guys, run from your brain down to your body. What does that mean? That means that you can be sitting on the couch and see that pile of laundry or know that you have a bunch of gifts to wrap or know you have a bunch of stuff you have to get done. And you are telling yourself, why are you being so lazy? Stop being so lazy. Just do it, right? Just make the phone call. Just start the project. Just unload the dishwasher. But your body is sending opposite messaging up from your body to your brain, 80% of the messaging saying, I'm tapped out. I'm burnt out. This feels overwhelming. I'm not going to be able to do this perfectly. I can't do this. I've had too much. This feels scary. This doesn't feel safe. Whatever it is. That's the messaging that's going to keep you in a free state despite knowing better, like quote unquote, knowing better. So that's, I think, some background about what's probably going on when we procrastinate. But what do we do about it? (laughs) Because the good news and why I do this podcast and this coaching work and why I'm so passionate about it is because we don't need to stay stuck there. We don't need to stay stuck in fight or flight. We don't need to stay stuck in a freeze response where we feel quote unquote lazy or we notice we're procrastinating. There are ways, body-based ways that we can bring our nervous system out of that lazy procrastinating freeze feeling response. So that's where I want to go now. I want to give you guys just a few really quick, simple, practical body-based tools, body-based hacks, whatever you want to call them, nervous system regulation resources to help you come out of a freeze response, i.e. procrastination, when you notice that it's going on. So here we go. The first one is a mindset thing. I want you to stay gentle. Stay gentle with yourself in the way that you speak to yourself, in the way that you think about yourself, in the way that you move. Stay gentle. Stay gentle. Think of a bear coming out of hibernation, you guys. He doesn't like open his eyes and like sprint out of his cave and start like building something, right? It's it's not how it works. Slow. It's easy. It's gentle. (laughs) There's a biological reason for this. When we are in a freeze response, when we're already in a state of overwhelm or dissociation or disconnection or shutdown or burnout, our nervous system is already is telling us it's already at capacity, right? Our brain isn't in a place to just jump up, right? Jump off the couch and start magically cleaning the house. So stop expecting that. Stop expecting your body to be able to do that. Be okay with small. Be okay with slow. Be okay with easy. Be okay with gentle. Be okay with messy. Progress is progress. So that's the first thing. Just start there with a mindset. I will remain compassionate and gentle with myself as I signal safety to my body so I can gently move out of this lazy procrastinating freeze response. Okay? So that's the first thing. Hear me out for a second. Are you the strong, silent type? Do you ever feel 
tired and, and maybe you struggle to take action. Or I bet you have all of these great thoughts and these ideas and opinions, but maybe you have a hard time expressing yourself. Are you really down to earth? You hold everything all together. Maybe people have even told you that they admire how strong you are. But on the inside, life and, and motherhood actually feel pretty hard. You might have thought that all of these things are just parts of your personality, but they're actually coping mechanisms that you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially in motherhood. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became habits, and then they became patterns. And now that we're adults, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns, and they're not personality types like the Enneagram, but rather they describe our safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't actually describe who we are, but what is blocking who we actually are. The good news is that once you take the quiz, learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Number two. We don't want to stay stuck there, right? We don't want to stay stuck in a freeze response. We don't want to stay stuck in procrastination. So we've got to do something, right? Like we don't want to stay stuck there. It's not our calling. Staying there does not serve us well. So we've got to, and this is the second one, get out of your head and into your body. Getting stuck in the story of how much it's going to stink to do whatever it is that you're procrastinating, how long it's going to take, how boring it is, how you'd rather be doing 700 other things, how you don't want to have the conversation, how it's just going to be too expensive for you to get all the stuff, whatever it is, stop the story, (laughs) get out of your head and get into your body. How can you do that? Reconnect with your body, bring awareness to your body, bring awareness to your five senses. Easy ways to do this. You can start with either gently like tapping or I think even better yet, if you find it's helpful, squeezing your arms and legs. So literally take your hands and, you know, you can start squeezing just your hands together, squeezing your fingers. This is orienting you guys, right? Noticing what's going on and the sensations of your body. Bring your hands then to your wrists. Start squeezing, gently squeezing your wrists. Work your way across your forearms, up and down, right? Your arms, your biceps, your triceps from your elbows up to your shoulders. Gently squeezing your shoulders. Bring your hands to your, you know, your neck and your shoulder space and start squeezing and massaging and putting pressure. Squeeze your legs up and down your legs. All of this brings awareness to your body and to the present. To your body and to the present. And that will get you out of your head. That will help bring a felt sense of safety to your system and help gently move you out of that freeze response. And somatically, you can also do this by activating um, and bringing attention and focus to your five senses, right? This is a great practice of orienting also. And you don't have to just do this when you're noticing that you're in a 
freeze response or you're noticing that you're um, feeling this urge to procrastinate, orienting can be a powerful nervous system regulator anytime. Being aware of what is going on around you. Being aware of what you're noticing and what you're sensing, right? Not just being on autopilot and rushing around like a busy bee all day long, slowing down and noticing. What do I see, right? What are five things that I see right now? What do I hear? What are four things I can hear right now? Four noises, four sounds that I can hear right now. What are things that I smell, right? What are three things that I could smell right now? Maybe it's an essential oil. Maybe it's a candle. Maybe it's your baby's dirty diaper. I don't know. But just bring your awareness to your sense of smell, right? What do I feel? What are two things that I could feel right now? I feel my chair under me. I feel my sweater on my body. What do I taste? And just going through the five senses. And you guys, you can do this, you know, when people are around, no one, like this is super subtle. No one would even see you doing this. Or you can do it, um, you know, it, it can be a long drawn out practice, I guess is what I'm saying. Or this can be something that you do in 20 seconds, right? But all of these things can help bring safety to your body, which will gently, keyword, right? Gentle, gently ease you out of a freeze response and out of that space of procrastination and or perceived laziness. So that's number two, get out of your head and into your body. And then number three, Girl, put your sneakers on and get outside. <laughs> get outside. Fresh air, temperature change, uh, sunlight on your skin, movement, grounding. Like, guys, these are powerful energy givers, powerful nervous system regulators. And I'm going to say it till I'm blue in the face. If you want to be more productive, and I don't just mean that in the sense of like doing more and hustling and, you know, t- checking off everything off your to do list, but I mean being efficient. And how you live, right? Living fully, spending, spend time outside, moving your body. It's going to help. And if you live, I don't know, beyond the wall, like I did when I, where I grew up in Northern Maine and you're like, but Michelle, it's like negative 50 degrees outside and it's dark and it's cold and it's depressing and I'm not doing it. Um, let's be real. Grab your phone. If you're procrastinating, it's probably already in your hands (laughs) and go to Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube or wherever you listen to music and play your favorite upbeat song and put it on repeat and watch what happens. Watch what happens. Music is a powerful somatic regulator, you guys. Just the vibration of sound and music in our ears, especially if we sing or hum along with it, right? Activates our vagus nerve, which can really help bring regulation to our system. And then most of us, right, when that favorite song plays, that upbeat song plays, like you can't help but start kind of bopping along and your head starts nodding and your shoulders go. And before you know it, right, you're off the couch or you're out of bed or you're just in a better physical, mental and emotional space to do the thing you've been avoiding. And if you're at a place where you're like, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to do it. I, I followed what Michelle said. I'm getting out of my head. I've gotten into my body. I'm being gentle with myself. I'm going to tackle this dang thing so it doesn't stay on my mind and my mental load and I can just keep moving forward. I want you to remind yourselves that you do not have to do it all. You do not have to do it all at once and you certainly do not have to do it all perfectly. So movement, progress, action, advancing, however small, 
in the right direction is still progress and movement and growth and advancement. So set a timer, set a timer, you guys, for, I don't know, five minutes, 10 minutes and decide to just get started. That's your goal. Just, I'm just going to get started. I'm going to clean off my desk. I'm going to sit down and I'm just going to get started on that project, right? Or I'm going to like, just get started. I'm going to do 10 minutes of laundry and that's it. And I promise you that will lessen the overwhelm. You're going to be more likely to actually get started. And then once you start, that's the hardest part. (laughs) Like once you start, you're actually more likely to spend more than 10 minutes doing whatever it is, because once you get out of your head and actually start doing what it is that you've been avoiding and procrastinating, you will realize in your mind and in your body that it wasn't nearly as bad as you were making it out to be, right? We've all been there. I remember like years ago, before I had kids even, I remember when Jeff and I were like first married, um, this is what, like 15 years ago. I don't know why, but I used to just like dread doing the dishes and I had a freaking dishwasher, you guys, but I would like procrastinate loading the dishwasher or unloading the dishwasher. And then I was like, you know what? This is like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to time myself doing this. And I remember that I did it and it literally took me like 97 seconds to load the dishwasher. And just knowing that, I don't know why I was like playing mind games with myself, but it was so helpful. Then anytime I was like, oh, I got to load the dishwasher. I'm noticing dishes in the, in the sink or whatever it is. I'm like, all right, one and a half minutes. I got this. And I would just get it done. And it really helped to motivate me or lessen the overwhelm. Or I just stopped thinking about it so much and just doing it. And I think, I don't know if that's necessarily helpful for everything we procrastinate, but I think it can be helpful for many of the things that we procrastinate. Just get started and we realize it's not as not as bad, as big, as scary, as overwhelming as the story we've made up in our head. Okay, so that's it. I've, I hope this episode has brought awareness and understanding around why you might procrastinate. And then how to gently bring yourself out of it, right? Some practical tools and handles for that. If you are someone who struggles with procrastination or just a freeze response in general, you notice that you feel very disconnected, um, dissociated, burnt out, or even any other signs of dysregulation that we've talked about on this show, right? Burnout, anxiety. Um, If you notice that you're perpetually busy or a people pleaser, or you've been snapping a lot at your husband or your kids, or you're feeling irritable, or you're noticing... Uh, brain fog or any other physical symptoms like maybe gut issues or muscle tension or pain or maybe you have an autoimmune condition and you're interested in learning how regulating your nervous system could help bring you relief. If you're interested in working with me um, one-on-one in 2024, there is a link in the show notes, you guys. You can book a free 30-minute discovery call with me. I am fully booked um, in one-on-one sessions or for one-on-one sessions this year in 2023. But I will have three one-on-one coaching spots opening up in early 2024. So if that is something you've been wanting to explore, if you are ready and you've decided, you know what, I'm not taking this stuff with me into next year, I'm going to take action on this. I'm going to hire a coach and get guidance and learn the tools that I can use to regulate my nervous system. It's going to impact my family, my motherhood, my business, all of the things book the free call. You guys we will just jump on a zoom. You can tell me what's going on, what you're noticing, what you're looking for. Um, I can then explain my framework, how it might be able to help. Um, and if it feels aligned, then we can take it from there. But I would love to meet you guys. Um, doing discovery calls with you are some of my favorite things. I have 
um, a bunch of them set for this week. So I'm excited to meet all of you that have booked calls with me for this coming week. Uh, But that's what I've got for you today. Reminder, you are not lazy. (laughs) There is a reason you find yourself stuck in procrastination sometimes. And the good news is you can use the skills you're learning here on this podcast to help bring regulation to your nervous system, to help bring a sense of felt safety to your body, to gently ease you out of that uh, freeze stress response so you can take action and do all the big, bold, beautiful things you are called to do, my friend. I love you guys so much. Have the best day. I'll talk to you soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.